As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Michael Uslan. You're listening to Batman on Film. I'm vengeance. I have given a name to my pain. Welcome to episode number 104, 104 of the Batman on Film Social Hour Podcast. Yes, this of course is a BatmanOnFilm.com podcast, obviously. I am the founder of Batman on Film, Bill Ramey, and the Social Hour is my little old neck of the woods podcast here at Batman on Film, and today I'm joined by two senior BL contributors, Hobby Trio and... Ryan Lauer, how you doing, boys? Trying to stay warm. How about you guys? Um, same. Um, here in the Midwest, up in Indiana, I think we're used to these temps. Whereas maybe in <laughs> Texas, they're not as familiar. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's still freaking cold. Uh, it's low twenties here. We're in the midst of a winter storm, ice storm. Everything's shut down. It's it just, you know. As I've said many times, announcer Rachel's from Minnesota and she laughs at this, you know, because it, it does when yeah. we have this winter weather and it's only once or twice a year, it just shuts everything down because there's just not yeah. the infrastructure. There's not, there's no, you know, there's no street up, uh, no snow plows. Uh, you know, they, they gravel the roads. There's no salt, any of that, you know, that they're used to up in the Midwest, up North. Just don't have it here. So Everything is comes to a screeching halt. And this is supposed to last started uh Monday and it's lasting until tomorrow around noon. See, and on yeah. the flip side hey. of that, you come to the you come to the summers, maybe, and maybe Minnesota hits, you know, triple digits and the U Texans are kind of like Yeah, exactly. We experience this all the it's time. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been I've been up there. balances itself. <laughs> I've been up there in July, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. it'll be like 88, <clears throat> excuse me. And they're going, oh, it's oh. hot up here. You betcha. <laughs> and I'm like, 
And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I, I need a jacket, you know? <laughs> so, so you show up in a tracksuit. You know, yeah. What are you guys talking about? It's, it's chilly. Yeah. It's a little nipply. So yeah. how is it down in Austin? Y'all, y'all, it's not as it bad is, as up here, huh? No, it's going to be a very balmy 34 today. Uh, right now it's 32, but it's real feels like 21. Um, Precipitation supposed to continue all day. I can see some ice hanging from like our, our roof right now, looking out the front window. Uh, it was supposed to be done yesterday and it got the winter storm warning got pushed into today and now it's, it's tomorrow. Uh, whole city shut down pretty much. It's it's weird. The buses it runs, aren't running. It runs from central Texas on up through North Texas. Kind of misses that, you know, that layer, <clears throat> that Southeast Texas, Houston area kind of got spared. So whatever, here we go. You know, you'll thaw yeah. out. I just want I just want another glacier in your driveway. That's all I have. Uh, there is there is one. I mean, there's probably yes. about three, four inches of ice on covered the driveway and the street. I mean, you literally could play hockey out there. I'm not and I'm not I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. So wow. no right. snow, all, all ice. All ice and freezing rain. All yeah. right. So big news yesterday, uh James Gunn and Peter Safran uh Monday had a press event. Uh, at the lot, Warner Brothers lot in Burbank, um, and announced the what are they calling this? The first wave of DC first. I mean, chapter, I chapter one. Chapter one. Okay, chapter one of DC, the DCU uh, live action TV uh, movies, of course, and uh, with some animation in there as well. All all connected. <clears throat> I do want to say. I want to pat myself on the back and uh, thank James Gunn as well for taking my advice and creating a separate banner for DC movies that are not part of the connected DCU. Uh, they went with Elseworlds. The Ra- oh, so, I thought he was going to say the Raimiverse. DC. Yeah. Ladkoff. <laughs> Ladkoff, Ladkoff, yes. There um, Dust uh, off the original. But no, it's black. La- uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling it black label uh, because that's what we have now in the comics. Elseworlds has yeah. kind of gone away. But um, yeah, uh, there's a separate banner for things like the Batman films, the Joker. And hopefully and we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, hopefully some other things besides Batman stuff. I'd like to see given the black. Here I go again with black label. Yeah. Elseworlds, Elseworlds treatment. Um Oh, hell, just sort of... real quick. Yeah, I mean, give what, what do you think about that? And we can we don't have to get, address it until we get to the Batman. So, I think it's a smart idea myself. Well, I heard the rumor that James Gunn had lunch with you and had said something about really liking the Batman chapter by chapter series. So that's why with the DCU he went with chapters instead of phases. Sure. So that's that's another pretty big influence that of you had course. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really interesting um, way that they rolled it out. Uh, like, I guess there was a press junket for some select media outlets that went for about an hour. So we've got a few different articles that are addressing different points with different quotes. But the main thing was uh, like a five minute video that was on YouTube and on James Gunn's Twitter, where he just kind of laid it all out. Yeah. And uh, it, w- it was very matter of fact. 
uh, he said fantastic and marvelous quite a bit, which certain adjectives just kind of connect me to the MCU, which I thought was interesting. But um, I, I really liked the the diversity that that little thing had. And it, it raises a lot of questions um, in terms of like where these specific takes are going. Um, and I was really surprised that Superman for a movie that's not even finished and they made emphasis like we're not going to green light things until we have a script how they're working on the script but we have a july 11th 2025 release date yeah which given how i would assume how effects heavy that movie's going to be and how slow um vfx production houses have been because of the pandemic it feels really ambitious that we're going to get a superman movie uh the relaunching everything so it's pivotal in two and a half years uh, i find that really remarkable all right um, let, let me also let me go yeah let me go through the uh the lineup here and what i want to do is get quick takes on this stuff and then i want to you know focus on uh, the batman news not the batman but batman news because there's two batman two different batman on film things we have to talk about here and uh the the guys uh uh garrett and justin and, and those guys uh who else was on there uh haas was haas eric, on there i think yeah ha- and eric think uh, they, and they, yeah it, there's there's a there's a um batman on film podcast dropping at the same time basically is this social hour that's going to deal more with the overall dc where we're going to focus on batman so real quick as Holly was just talking about their Superman legacy, July 11th, 2005. That's been written by James Gunn. We already knew about this. We didn't have a date. Uh, Saffron is cr- kind of uh, uh, nudging him to direct as well. <laughs> I think he'll end up directing myself. Uh, quick take, Ryan, uh, Ryan on su- the Superman. Um, yeah. Great. I liked everything that he had to say about it and what the Superman stands for. And uh, Bill, you and I just last month now in January, it was, this is pretty surprising that it's coming in July of 2025 Mm -hmm. because you and I, when we spoke last month, we're like, Oh man, I don't even see the end of 2025. That's too soon. So that's pretty surprising. Absolutely. Yeah. Holly, real quick on Superman, anything else you want to add to that? No, I, I, um, just in general for the whole presentation really quick, but touching on it, they don't have anyone cast yet except for Amanda Waller. So it makes sense that when they talked about Superman, they showed uh, a cover from all-star Superman and, you know, other various comic titles, but they, they leaned really heavily into the comic aspect in their presentation, even showing comic Amanda Waller, not Viola Davis. So I think that it's interesting that we're going to get this, um, hopefully more comic influenced approach and promotion of the medium. But I'm, I'm really curious Go with ahead. legacy, but just the, the title Superman legacy brings up a lot of different things right now, because we have two Superman in the comics, a father and son. Uh, we've got this other Superman project that Coates is working on, um, which also hints at legacy. And then there's the legacy of what's come before his Kryptonian legacy, like it, it raises lots of intriguing possibilities about where he's going to go with this. 
but I think he's got from the little press quotes he gave, he's got his, he's got a mindset for it that I really like. And I want to see talking about how Superman's kindness seems outdated, but how they're not going to shy away from that. And hopefully that's going to give us a Superman movie that the GA is going to embrace because they didn't seem to take to the more somber approach that uh, Cavill and, and Snyder had. I'm looking forward to Superman. I like Superman's probably, it goes back between Spider-Man and Superman. It's my second favorite. Uh, Batman's always way at the top, but I am looking forward to another, a new Superman film with a different take on the character. Uh, there's also the authority, which is coming from Wildstorm. Once, once DC um, uh, took in, I guess, the Wildstorm universe not too long ago, uh, relatively uh, soon, uh, not relatively not that far behind. A us decade ago. Yeah, about a decade ago. Um, there was a, I believe there, so that's kind of a anti-hero type of group uh, of superheroes uh, that are going to go with that. That And then that's, there's, yeah, go ahead. That feels like DC's response to the boys' success on Amazon because the authority is very much like more edge lord we're gonna do whatever it takes to get it done but we're the good guys but we don't do good things necessarily um so i find that that interesting that they're gonna embrace that it will be interesting ryan anything on the authority i got nothing so <laughs> i really don't need to rapid fire through yeah. the rest yeah. of the lineup that's what i'm Batman, yeah. um i don't have much i i I don't know if I, I think I barely watched maybe one time. Wasn't there Superman versus the authority animated film a few years ago? That was, <laughs> that was Superman versus the elite. The elite. Okay. Was, okay. Which was I've... their take. They were riffing on the authority. They were an okay. authority type group, but Wildstorm wasn't folded into DC okay. yet. Okay. My bad. So yeah, my bad. This it's isn't, you know, I'm a, I'm a Batman expert, not not animated <laughs> DC. Uh, okay, uh, interesting. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, uh, featuring Kara Zor-El. Um, only thing I got on this is I I wonder if it's going to be the Supergirl that's in the Flash. So we'll see. They wasn't. I, I I did not read any clarification of that. If it was or wasn't, I just know they're doing the Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I, I didn't see and, any, but. It's worth noting for the Batman connection that they're being inspired by Tom King's uh, Supergirl miniseries that he did. So Tom King was pointed out in some of the articles I read that he has been working on it. And he's one of the uh, the writer's room, so to speak, for James Gunn for this new DCU, which I think is awesome. Because if he's there talking about Supergirl, I mean, he's got to be talking about Batman, too. And he's already been working before with Ava DuVernay on New Gods once upon yeah. a time. Ryan, Supergirl. Supergirl, uh, Tom King's heavily involved. Peter's been read her miniseries, and I have yet to read it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. What's the deal? You I mean, with a lot Tom of this King, stuff. It's like... just not long ago. Why didn't he tell you all this stuff? <laughs> Huh? He didn't. What's he didn't deal? tell me anything of this. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, finishing out movies, there will be a Swamp Thing movie, which is cool. I kind of like Swamp Thing. Uh, Hell yeah! So, yeah, let's go. I liked it. I liked the uh, H. Uh, was it eight? That was back when it was uh, what 
DC, DC Universe. DC Universe app. Yeah, that was pretty good series. All right, television. I'm going to run through these quick. This is kind of the animated series, Creature Commandos. Sounds cool to me. Uh, there's the aforementioned Waller, which is basically replacing Peacemaker 2. And it's Peacemaker 2 is on hold per uh, James Gunn because he's he's kind of busy. James Gunn <laughs> is kind of busy. Um, Lanterns. I like this uh, concept as explained by Gunn and Saffron more than what than, than what they were doing. This is terrestrial based more, they say, like um, kind of a riff off true of True Detective with uh, Hal Jordan and uh, who am I missing here? Hal, uh, John Stewart. John Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's a cool approach. Yeah. That's very HBO. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what the true detective thing really means though is it because it's going to be grittier or more mature or is it going to be like uh cuz true detective like changed casts every season focus mm-hmm. on like different people like is season 1 going to be Hal and and John and then season 2 maybe we'll get Alan Scott and Guy Gardner or I mean they they could and that'd be fine with that I, I just Earth-based. think it's I think it's uh more of a you know detective story yeah. on earth featuring these space cops and maybe the maybe the 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 crime they're investigating is a little more fantastical than just a straight up murder it probably has something to do with you know something dc that's gonna some kind I don't of remember if it was exist. a variety article or gizmodo that said that whatever mystery they're investigating um plays into the larger narrative of chapter yeah. one and, yeah. and building off of that, or it's going to build off of this mini series or series. Um, there's also paradise lost, which is a wonder woman prequel basically set on the mascara, uh, kind of a, with a game of Thrones vibe. Yeah. I can t- take it or leave it on this myself personally. Oh, I'll watch it. Outboy um, is further developments. Um, yeah. I'm not against not against it. I can you know I can uh, evaluate when announcements more announcements are made. It's further along. Yeah. So, and then there's finally there's Booster Gold, which I've long said that Booster Gold was a property that that could work as a film. I know you've championed that a little bit. Uh, not like yeah. what are you doing, WB? Make yeah. it happen. I didn't but, start. But you're. No, I didn't start like, Booster sure, Gold a... on film or anything like that. No, I've always thought no, it's the coming. Concept it's in process. Would be, <laughs> would be cool. And now you're getting it. Um, and it's especially you know it's the whole concept. What they you know it's uh, uh he's a loser from the future who uses basic or um base uh future technology to come back and try to pass himself off in today's world, modern world, as a superhero. So. I mean, it's like a comedy. Sounds good to me. I like Booster Gold. Yeah. So yeah, let's roll. Let's roll. That's my take. Y'all got anything real on. quick on Booster Gold? <laughs> nope. I, I'm ready to get to what the people came to see, Bill. That's, yes. <laughs> now, since this is Batman on film, we're going to talk about Batman on film. Literally. Hey. Batman on film. Whoa. So uh, let's start with... Um, what is being titled The Brave and the Bold. This is the DCU version of Batman. Uh, it will exist separately from the Matt Reeves slash Robert Pattinson version that we currently have in the Batman movies. 
Uh, it will introduce the Batman family, according to Gunn. And first up to be introduced in this Batman family is Robin. And not only Robin, it will be the Damian Wayne version of Robin. <laughs> so uh, let's just get this out of the way. I'll just say, oh, I, I, before I do that, uh, Gunn described uh, Damian Wayne Robin as our favorite Robin, a little son of a bitch, assassin, and murderer. So uh, I'll just say this. I have, <laughs> I just don't have any interest, much interest in this myself personally. Yes, it's Batman on film. Batman on film uh, will probably cover it if it's here. <laughs> and, uh, but this just isn't my cup of tea. And the fact it's, it's based a lot on um, Grant Morrison. I'm not a huge Grant Morrison guy when it comes to Batman, to be honest. Uh, there's some things I really like, some things I just like, eh. Um, so that's my take on the brave and the bold. Uh, I would say, <clears throat> since we didn't get a date on it, it will obviously come after the Batman part two, which we're going to get to here Ooh. shortly. And, uh, okay. After All right. Superman, here we go. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Roll. The, there are two websites, variety and deadlines that this slate that they announce is going to take us up to 2027. Um, okay. Hollywood reporter did not say 2027. Um, um, I think I looked at the rap. The rap didn't say 2027, but deadline and variety both specifically said this would be basically 2025 to 2027. So that means also bill, when we talked last month, I wasn't confident in either answer on if I think there would yeah. be Batman overlap or not. And yeah. if the 2027 does stick, then, uh, we will have a little bit of an overlap yeah. there, which is un you know, unknown territory, which we won't. Yeah. We've never done that before in my I, ha I have a take on that for that Batman. We'll get, I will I will get okay. to that when we get to uh the you know the Batman part two. But we're yeah. gonna experience it this summer, the first yeah. time having multiple live action Batmans at the same time. So I guess that's our first testing of like, does it work? Yeah. Are we kind of bugged by it? You know, that's we'll wait and see. So that aspect of multiple Batman, it doesn't I, I don't know. I'm like wait and see on it. As far as Damien, yeah. I don't like Damien. I agree with three of the four statements that Gunn said about Damien. Um, yeah. He's not my favorite, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> he is a little son of a bitch. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, if you want to go, if you're going to have multiple versions on, like, in existing at the same time, uh, yeah, make them different. Pattinson yeah. solo. Yeah. This one's going to have Robin. And apparently it's going to have Bat Family coming too. So uh, you alluded to it yesterday. It's the best of both worlds. I mean, for Batman fans that really want this, like here comes your bat family it's coming we've also got solo batman and pattinson as an elseworlds so all that to me is we said a long time ago and you me and pete or like me and pete is i think we're on the same boat of just give me the batman anything else dc base is just gravy yeah so i'm getting the batman so i'm good whatever else they want to do it's not my thing that's okay because i got the batman but yeah i'm still even though it's damien i'm not fully like against it either it's like okay we'll just wait and see I, i'd say real quick um just based on some of the things i've heard because i i kind of got a heads up on all this uh mm -hmm. if you noticed on twitter or the facebook group i was kind of you should have tweeted i know things but i'm not going to tell you i know things yeah things i know yeah <laughs> yeah sure the amount that, of that crap yeah. going around yeah. is ridiculous yeah yeah sorry but um uh 
this, I'll put it this way. It wouldn't surprise me if Batmite showed up in this DCU Batman incarnation. (laughs) So that, that, that kind of speaks to what I, is that, is that, a good example what, of where I was going with this. Well, yeah. What do you are you talking about the Morrisonian version of Batmite, what? where he's in Bruce's head, or are we talking like? No, and, I'm talking about Batmite. Uh, no, no, no. But in no, Batmite, all right. Okay, Straight so like a Mixel, Mixus Spitlick, fourth dimension. I think they're going like to lean. Paul, I don't think like Paul I Rubens. I'm not. I don't see this Batman being dark and gritty. I see Grounded. more. I see it more well, in terms of it has be its DNA is more forever in Batman and Robin. Of the the three of us, I'm I'm the odd man out. I've been on your podcast, Bill, and I've been on the Batman Book Club, yeah. where I've expressed my love for all most things Morrisonian when it comes to to Batman, and I love Batman R.I.P. and all the stuff that came after it. Uh, I mean, Damien took. Some getting used to, but I really like the character now. I, I didn't back then. Um, so I, I hope that people give him a chance because I think it does bring a, a different dynamic, not only to the Batman, but just the fact that we've only really had Dick Grayson in live action on the movies. And uh, so I, I like this take, but what it, it makes me curious about because the cover he showed was from Batman and Robin, which was Dick is Batman. Like the questions it raises is how long has he been Batman? If Superman's at the start, because if Damien is the product of Batman and Talia, how long has this Batman been Batman? And if we're getting inspiration from Morrison's run, is it really Bruce? It is. Or are they going to go? It got confirmed that it was Bruce. It's Bruce. I can can tell you, I can confirm that. Okay. Also, that the ins- inspired by Tate can totally just be the right. the, the the thought the, bare the fact bones. that Damien yeah. is his, yeah that doesn't necessarily mean they're they're gonna adapt every single page of that Morrison Batman and Robin run or anything like that. So that's how I took it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I thought the Brave and the Bold was an interesting choice too. Not only because we've had that show, so there's some kind of brand identification, um, but. Uh, Tom King's got a Brave and the Bold series coming out this year that you know I threw my hat in the ring for covering for the site. So my you know, theory Tom on the King on that is naming working is to further keep that the Batman and then keep Batman out of a title of another movie. Yeah, is mm-hmm. to help keep that separation. Um, yeah. I don't think that I'm smarter than anybody else in thinking that. It's just why when I read Brave the Brave and the Bold right away, that's what I just went to. I was like, oh, okay, keeping the titling a little different. So it's not, yeah. hey, which one are you see in the Batman part well, two, or are you going to see Batman and Robin? It's like, wait, what? Well, to a general bold, audience, maybe. The, that title two is always Batman paired with another DC hero, so it makes it makes sense to take homage from that, because if this is going to be the DCU Batman who's interacting in this larger universe with Superman and Swamp Thing and Lanterns, like that's a good a good title to stick with also. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, who says it's, it, if it continues the, this brave and the bold series of films, uh, maybe Batman headlines it, but there's, 
includes other DC characters besides him and the Batman family. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Sure. But clear clearly it's it's uh clearly it's two different, very different versions of Batman when it comes to the Brave and the Bold and and the Batman stuff with Pattinson and and Reeves. And you really have to do that. Mm -hmm. But there's a bit of where I, you know, just my sensibilities and just just from my experience with Batman and general audience, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much the general audience is going to take to a more fantastical, lighthearted Batman where that exists in a world where he's mixing up with Swamp Thing, Superman, and then Batmite can pop in. That's that's just, you know, that's just me. But I you can't do you can't have I you can't have two dark and gritty Batmans. I, I do I, you think I do do you think Damian being in this um is gonna preclude Reese if he wants to do a Dick Grayson Robin? I probably type not. Story? I, I would uh, I expect that Dick Grayson is Nightwing in the DCU already. I think Batman's older. Um, but I mean, for the world of the Batman, do you think that Reeves is going to use a Robin then, or, my, my, or that's not going to be in his his my story? My take, my take on that is the same as I said with the Dark Knight trilogy and Nolan, is that I'm quite sure that Reeves, like Nolan, knows the importance of uh, Robin, quote unquote, with Batman. So there may be, there may be a uh, story in these Batman, the Batman films, the Batverse, as Reeves calls it, that includes a Dick Grayson and some form of Robin. So, but that remains to be seen. I, I, I had said before, I think, you know, in the Batman with the mayor's son kind of laid that, that not it being, not, not him, the mayor's son becoming Robin eventually. That's not where I'm going. But the fact that they showed Bruce Bruce's empathy toward that that kid who had lost his father, and he was the one who found his father, who had been killed by the Riddler, and that was kind of a that was something that we saw throughout the Batman mm -hmm. the film. I mean, from the very beginning mm -hmm. to the end, when you know the kid was the first one to reach out his hand when Bat you know to take Batman's hand when he saved him at the very end. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they do something like that. So no, I to answer your going a long way to answer your question. I don't think it it will prevent Reeves from doing Reeves from doing some version of Robin if he if he chooses to do that. And maybe and we we wouldn't know until down the road anyway. Yeah. But the whatever Reeves and Gunn met to talk about, you know, the talking points to just make yeah. sure there wasn't, you know, air traffic controller was the term. You know, maybe Robin was the point of the basis of that discussion it was a complete are do you have robin plans if so what are they if not then i think you know what i mean i'm just mm -hmm. speculating but we wouldn't know until the trilogy like quote unquote the trilogy it, it, of it also, the batman yeah. films wraps or whatever it feels like also with gun and this is just me speculating but it just it's just a vibe i get with this batman this dcu batman being so different is that Gunn said, all right, I've got much, so much respect for Matt Reeves and what he's doing. And he started this before I got this gig. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in. I'm staying out of his lane. So this, you know, this this DCU Batman is going to be just aesthetically and just tonally very different. And the the side characters, the you know, I'm sure there'll be a Commissioner Gordon and stuff like that. But I think even maybe the, even the villains they would possibly use will be the villains that that Reeves has no interest in in doing it all. There's crazy quote has never had a better chance than now absolutely as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. James Gunn in charge. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so if Mr. Freeze, literally frozen Mr. Freeze, wants to steal diamonds, he can do it in the DCU. <laughs> I'm still stealing diamonds. Yes. And not necessarily He's just walking Batman in the... Version. He's walking in the background of the Batman and this Brave and the Bold movie, just looking for diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> I just would say, I would, I would warn people, not warn, but just say, hey, you know, sometimes be careful what you wish for, you know? Okay, you know, example, you got to have Robin. Want Robin. I want Robin so bad. We want Robin. Now they're what they're doing. They're, yeah, you got Robin, but it's freaking Damian Wayne. A twi- and he, he's 12 he's years got old. More fans. He's got more fans than I am. And so that, I, I knew, saw, you know, so. I saw some mini meltdowns, the fact that, it wasn't 12 year old Dick Grayson in a tunic and pixie green pixie boots playing Robin, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, it's, it's a total, like, I don't know. It's something, it's something different. It's, I will well, evaluate. I'll see it cause it's Batman yeah. and I'll judge it for myself. Oh, absolutely. And if it's something I don't like, then I'll, I'll say like, yeah, not for yeah. me. That's fine. I've got the my Batman fi- part too. Yeah. My final judgment is to see it. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean, uh, just because it's Batman and it's Batman on film that I'm gonna go, I'm I'm all in and yeah, this is it, you know? Yeah. That, that's just I, that's where I'm and at. And I hope my my statement doesn't come across as if like I'm being, you know, like a negative viewpoint or anything. I just don't my excitement is for the Batman because that's what I love and that's yeah, that's my vibe. You know, this newly announced thing with Batman, it's like, cool, it's Batman, I'll see it. Maybe I'll get more excited as more things develop. Yeah. But I'm not one that's just like kicking down doors and tearing my shirt like Hulk Hogan just because of an announcement and we don't know anything sure. else. You know, it's like, sure. well, I'll wait. Sure. I'll, I'll wait and see. It's all right. Sure. It's, I think the the frustration for some of those people is like it's it's a different medium. You have to alter your expectations. Like, mm-hmm. if it was a TV show, it would be one thing. But we're never going to have like this long form story with the same people. Like I can't see anyone making this commitment to be Batman for like 20 years worth of movies. Cause if you're going to get to a Damian Wayne and be comics accurate, like you can't, 
a, a movie wouldn't work to have okay movie one we're going to do dick grayson the second movie we're going to do jason the third we're going to do tim and then we're going to do a quick stephanie movie and then by the fifth movie we're going to have damien like that's that's not how movies work because they no. take time and money and if it's not successful they can't make more so we're never going to have a live action like perfect uh telling of like this 80 almost 85 year story in live action like it's not it's not going to happen ever really so i mean you've got to you know change to your your medium and damien isn't something we've we've seen before um and not everyone has hbo max but like we've seen dick grayson in the 60s show we've seen him in the 90s movies um he's the leader of titans where we've got to see that evolution from robin to nightwing and we've gotten jason and tim in in titans as well so it makes sense to try something new and and differentiate from what came before while still retaining some of that um that those iconic elements that that have been popular for so long and yeah damien's <laughs> damien's probably the least traditional um robin that we've choice. had in a while yeah but that choice brings some interesting dramatic story beats that we haven't seen before like how is batman gonna deal with a son that's that was raised by assassins which is against his creed like there's good dramatic potential there 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 has been this whole time in the comics with him and you know more than some of the some of the other robins maybe damien's had a really fast uh story arc in comparison like dick didn't get like a character arc per se until he left batman and and you know became nightwing and the titans and that took decades to get i think what you jumped on at the beginning was just that it's it is something different and maybe yeah. it is a it's definitely giving some place for the story to go if the child is a nightmare. So I just I think that's the point right there. Yeah, it's, it's, also, it's just different. I can also see this having some them going for some comedic effect a la the Suicide Squad, you know, with Damien chopping someone's head off and Batman going, Now Damien, we don't kill. <laughs> And then there's, you know, canned laughter in the background. You know, <laughs> yeah, I just go stand in the corner for 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh eh. we'll see. On well, this I one. mean, we uh, don't we don't even know really who's writing it or we don't know anything. Directing. So we'll see. We're this That's is part of the ride, we'll right, Bill? It's part it's of, part the, of ride. the ride, but I'm not gonna be first in line. You know, at the amusement park, I'll wait till the line goes down, and you know, later in the You're day. You're standing in line at the That's other fair. at the yeah. other coaster. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You got speaking your fast of, pass. Speaking of the other coaster, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Batman universe, we have a date, and maybe yeah. even a title for the sequel to the Batman, uh, which was referred to as the Batman Part Two. And part two is in Roman numerals, which I really, really hope that's the title because I got um, straight up Godfather saga 
vibes mm-hmm. from just that, you know, not, not that they're going to do Godfather stuff or it's on the level of Godfather, but it is pretty damn good. But um, just it being a chapter in this story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Part two. Yeah. And so fingers crossed on that. Uh, did either you catch my tweet and post with the October 2025 calendar yesterday morning? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And when the dates announced, it's funny because I told, you know, you and I were talking yeah. and we said with of October 3rd, 2025. And I think I told you, I was like, holy shit, that's quick. And I'm like, wait, no, whoops. I got my years mixed up. We expected yeah. 2025. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I got the heads up on that. October 3rd, 2025, the Batman part two. We'll hit theaters and you wb um, has found a sweet spot in october and yeah i forget I, I apologize i forget which article i think mentioned uh gave a rundown of wb's success yeah uh, with movies in october so well, joker the original joker mm-hmm. for sure so yeah. and, um, and see, it was joker like, 2 joker, is yeah a star, a star is born okay was 2018 honestly i forget 2017 26 like but like they had a good string of movies okay. in October has become a good a good release spot for them. So that's awesome. I I love I'm, that because I can wear my Batman hoodies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm all look. I I'm I'm cool. I th- had thought maybe at one time that they would go to June because that's when mm-hmm. the Batman was originally planned to be released and Batman movies uh, originally or traditionally I should say um, summer releases. For the most mm-hmm. part, but I hey, wonder if they'll do Brave and the yeah. Bold in June and then Probably. keep the I would Batverse say, for like fall releases. That'd be kind of cool. I would I would guess that the, the Brave and the Bold will be a summer release, just like Superman is uh, for sure, June or July. Um, but yeah, uh, October it'll be a year after Joker two <laughs> released and, in October. So look at that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm, hey, let's roll. Now, here's my, yeah. here's my concern before I get to this next part. All right. Um, you brought up, because we talked about, you and I, Ryan, whether there would be any overlap. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of, I said, hey, do the math. You really, you may not have to have any overlap because, you know, let's say Reeves does 2025 and then 2028. Uh, we were, and also we were assuming that we wouldn't get these, a DCU project until 2026. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, so if the last part of the Batman drops in 2028 and then they wait a year or two to introduce DCU Batman, you know, you're not going, it's not like you're going without Batman films. So it seems based on what we know now, there there may be some overlap unless, and this is my, this is my concern. It's a slight concern. And this is based on nothing I've heard. It's just the, the, it seems to be, there seems to be a desire to have one unified universe and one version mm-hmm. of each character. I'm one. I, it's my hope that the Batman part two doesn't end the Batman saga. I hope there is a Batman, the Batman part three. Because if there's not, then, then we won't have any overlap. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Yeah. So it. Well, I was I was talking with Chris Clow last night on the comic binge, and you know, with the whole the Batman Part Two, that that means that we have to have. He said we have to have Matt Reeves, the Batman saga, Coda, the death of Bruce Wayne to follow next, just to keep in that Godfather paradigm. But I I don't I don't think that I don't think it necessarily precludes the other thing like one precludes the other i think for old stuff like like superman and lois if we get a fourth season i think we'll be really lucky for fans of that show because then they could finish that before superman legacy comes out but in some of the articles they still mention you know the coats jj abrams thing continuing like they're they're waiting on a script which makes me wonder if we're really going to get it but they're still promoting it. It's not a dead. It's not a dead project. Like they definitively said, the Green Lanterns show that Berlanti was doing is done. Um. So I, and with the whole Elseworlds banner, like I think we can have them coexist, and even overlap because, like Ryan knows, like you can have Batman on the stands at the same time as Detective, and those are kind of in the same vein, but then. We still have uh, Return or Batman Beyond the White Knight, which is a totally different Batman coexisting. So I do agree time. with that part, but that's also comics. It, so it, it is still comics, is, but I, it just still because is untraveled it's... territory with movies, which I'm not saying that it's not going to work at all or anything like that. It's just we haven't been fully tested with that yet. You know what I mean? I mean, we we have and we haven't. I mean, we've had various supermen running around at the same time kind of and i guess you could argue that that wasn't successful because superman returns didn't get a sequel for numerous reasons but that was on the same time as smallville i think they can coexist i mean i don't necessarily think the flash movie and the flash tv show would have cannibalized each other no it's it's we never most, found out because of lots of factors, but it, it's kind of speaks to what Ryan was saying about, well, that's comics. That's also, those are niche shows aimed at a specific, very, very specific, small target yeah. audience, which are yeah. fans. Uh, most of, most of the general audience well, who went to see Superman returns, didn't watch Smallville. So just like based on numbers, I think that the, uh, CW numbers for the superhero shows, even Flash was number one and had less yeah. less than a million viewers. Millions of people would I think, see the Flash I think, movie. Yeah, so that's where that's where I'm saying of like it's not saying that like you're wrong or anything like that. It's just it's totally kind of what Bill's just saying. The CW audience, which I know this is a podcast, I'm showing hobby. CW audience is like a, a small <laughs> area, whereas worldwide audience in theaters is just incomparable to the cw and that's not a shit on the cw network or anything like no. that either it's just i feel like that's just the the difference Maybe this, looking... the flash this summer is going to have michael keaton's batman while we've already had one robert pattinson batman and another one coming you know so they're coexisting in theaters live action and we haven't had that with batman before that's yeah. uncharted territory so we'll just see how that plays out if general audience gives a shit or not we haven't but you know we're we're in a post you know no way spider-man no way home world where 
we we've gone like if you look we've had we had civil war then we had homecoming spider-man homecoming then we went to the infinity war and endgame and then back into far from home and no way home which had you know three spideys and in between there there was an into the spider-verse movie so in terms of like ga i don't necessarily think as long as the story's good i don't think there's going to be a fatigue and gun i agree and saffron mentioned that yeah i i I agree with that i've said that for years that i as long as the movie is good people will go see it the general audience really doesn't care all that much about continuity and and all that that goes with it that we that we see as people who have read comic books since they were kids yeah. we we get all that stuff yeah it's but, like if the brave and the bold is good and the batman part 2 is good and they're both making lots of money i don't see why zaslov or wb or whoever's in charge that week would be like nope can't have them yeah. if because they're making, they're going to make so much money alone just on like merch. I'm just, I am hoping that the Elseworlds banner announcement isn't just a placeholder because they have Joker 2 and the Batman in the 2 works. coming. Okay. And, yeah. you know, I, to be frank about the, uh, that Superman movie, what's, I forget, I can't, who's the, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Coast. Yes. I think there's some um I think there's some political esque ish issues to where they're not gonna just come out and say that we're not doing that anymore. That thing's been going on for years and years and it's had made no headway. There's a lot of politics. Or does it just also, feel that way? There's it, a lot of PR um as well in business right now. Uh when these guys are are talking there and I I've been to these junkets and a lot of the a lot of the 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 quotes you hear are based on quest you know they they're asked questions and then they give an answer it's not things they are now na- quote they're not actually, uh, actually announcing if you will right mm-hmm. um so when people when they when you get a blurb like um Gal Gadot and Momoa and Zachary Levi and Ezra Miller that, you know, maybe they can return to the DCU. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. I think that's, I think that's the same as Affleck at Comic-Con yeah. back in the day saying, Hey, I'll, I'll walk on the fucking ground like an ape for Matt Reeves, knowing right then and there, he was never going to play Batman again. And he was mm-hmm. not going to play Batman in that, in that solo film. So you got, cause you got four movies coming out this year yeah you're not going to shoot yourself in the foot because they're no. already having to deal with those people online who are like why should i go see shazam 2 if the universe is over exactly which it, that, that so, drives me insane because you go see these movies for themselves that's now you get yeah. on tangent this is something Uh-oh. that the freaking mcu <laughs> and shared universe bullshit has done is people literally i, I think it's more with fans they are like the, it's like they go to see these films just to see what's coming next and see the cameos and so they can set, see whatever's setting up things in the future. Go watch the damn movie you're you're paying to see right now and watch it for yeah. the story that it is. You yeah. know, do that for Shazam two, do that for Aquaman two, do that for Blue Beetle, and of course the Flash. Anyway, off my off my soapbox. So all right, um, sorry. Back to one the other Batman thing, Part two. Yes. So <laughs> we get the Batman Part two. I personally think, I personally believe Matt Reeves will be able to finish whatever story he wanted to tell. And it will be a three-part 
trilogy and we'll get all the peripheral shows like the penguin uh, on hbo as has uh, same time yeah as well it, it, the trilogy aspect is that just has that always just been speculation or has he said i've got a definitive like a Pattinson b and c it. Pattinson said it okay. Patton had mentioned has mentioned a, a trilogy a few times so he's probably echoing what him and reeves have talked about you know Mm-hmm. Ryan, thoughts? What's going through your head? I'm excited for the Batman part two. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank All you right. for short and sweet. <laughs> All right. One last thing uh, about the Batman part two. Uh, Reeves responded to, I think it was Collider, Collider's tweet about. Mm-hmm. their story about the Batman part two date, right? And Reeves' yeah. respond, epic, period, crime, period, saga. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, bring it on. An epic crime saga. So that's really, it's three words, but we can't, can't really, you know, mine a lot out of that, I don't think. But any thoughts about Epic crime saga. Let me tell you something. Matt Reeves was a tweeting machine yesterday. Yeah. And he tweeted six times, which is nuts for that guy. He will quote tweet like once every couple weeks, maybe, or tweet or something. And he did yeah. six yesterday. Wow. So that must mean that he is just like hopped up on six cans of Mountain Dew. So good for him. <laughs> I can relate. Uh, I understand. Been there. Let me run this um, past both of y'all. Micah right. Ramey, my son, yesterday we were talking about this. He said, you notice that every time that Matt Reeves does tweet about anything about the Batman, he always puts, it's always three bats. Three bat emojis. He, and he's like, you think that means, he's referring to a three-part, you know, part one, part two, part three, a trilogy? You know I'm what like, it is. You, you need to run like a, a breaking on BOF and be like... Matt Reeves hinting that there will be three Batman in the Batman part Someone two. Someone will listen to this and it'll become <laughs> a story. Or say, yeah. Batman on film is reporting that it is going to be a trilogy and Matt Reeves is, has a secret code of three bat emojis on Twitter. Covered in poop. Covered well, in poop yeah. is making that a, a story yeah. right now on their site. One bat is Keaton, one is Affleck, and one is Pattinson. They're all going to join forces it in is the multiverse for the Batman part three. Um, and What you said with yeah. the part two, and not, I mean... I, I don't know why it's like it's I'm blanking on anything else, but nothing else comes to mind of a part two like that and part or anything other than the Godfather. And that's just because you would just know the connection of the Batman and Godfather and stuff. So that's what I thought right away. And I know you posted that on BOF Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you thought was the part two epic crime saga. Like, hell yeah, we we kind of it's not surprising. We're not going to sit here and act like, well, yeah, we knew this or anything like yeah. that. It, after one movie, but the direction that it sounds, the penguins going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to, like yes. this, it's all adding up that it is going to be an, like an excellent crime saga. Like he even said, so that that's awesome. Yeah. It, it just, it looks like that. He He's also said it's the focus will again, be in the Batman part two. And, in any of these films, the focus is, mm-hmm. is on Bruce Wayne as well. Mm-hmm. I'll always be on Bruce Wayne. Good. But 
I just, you know, like you said, Ryan, the them saying that the penguin will have kind of leads it will lead into the Batman part two. And um, there, there will be a story thread, a little story thread that will be included in the sequel. And then with the Epic crime saga, I just said, I, it, it just seems like he's going, because you can argue like the dark Knight trilogy are three different kind of films, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Your, your Batman Begins is your classic origin story. Uh, the Dark Knight is, uh, you know, heat, uh, urban crime, you know, thriller. Yeah. And then, you know, The Dark Knight Rises is the conclusion and it's a war movie, essentially. You know, there's mm -hmm. different kind. And even, it seems like that Reeves is going this one route, this one genre type of story, you know, crime, gritty, street level organized uh mafia and stuff like that so any thoughts about that guys go ahead javi i've been talking a lot um I, no I, I like i like that idea because for people who want to see something more fantastic like maybe like a one of the more outlandish villains they can have that over in the dcu and reeves can just he's he's more free to stay in his lane now without people like well are you gonna do clayface or are you gonna do man bat like he doesn't have to worry i would hope that he's not going to get badgered by by those types of questions as much now because there's an outlet and an avenue for those characters to appear in and that can give him more of a focus on the story that he wants to tell so i think yeah and we we definitely got the the crime drama aspect out of Nolan, um, but that like the comics themselves, they kind of waned over over <laughs> time. <laughs> Wane, you know. <laughs> but uh, I so I, I think it's going to be really really cool and interesting if if we keep like that that drive and that vision and that tone consistent through all whatever properties we get. And it'd be really interesting if, you know, we don't know what's going to come between part two and afterwards, because we still have all these other series floating around as, as possibilities. It'll be interesting to see how that tone carries over and, and what. That's funny you say that because I was going to say that with the, the still in development Arkham series, which feels like an outlier because it's like, how can that be part of an epic crime saga then? Yeah, an Arkham series. Not saying that I wouldn't want it because it wouldn't fit or whatever, but Reeves is in charge of that. So it's like, ooh, how would he make that fit into this thing that is seeming like a crime-driven story? So I don't know. I mean, I'd be watching it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, well, for one thing, bottom line is there'll be a lot of Batman on film to talk about in the next several years, and uh, for. People who are fans are big, just as big fan of the overall DC universe. There's a lot of DC universe stuff coming. I, I would say I'm I'm excited for the new Superman film, um, Booster Gold. I'm just off the top of my head, what's coming? And uh, as soon as they announce Austin Butler as the DCU Batman, yeah. I think you'll change your gears. <laughs> you'll do yeah. a ninety degree turn. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on yeah, a second. That, oh, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So and Elvis uh, yeah. talking Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got nothing else, y'all. 
So no, I think, I think final better, words or lower, are you already perfect plug? breakdown? You want to hear more from the VOF, like listen to the episode that Garrett, yeah. uh, Garrett led yeah. that you're dropping. Cause I think they, they broke it down pretty, pretty darn good yeah. about the extended um, vision and plan. Um, I'm excited for it overall. I am. Yeah. It's uh, there's, you know, there's, there's stuff coming and some I'm as of right now, more excited to see you how it develops more than some others but that doesn't mean i'm evaluate like i do any other movie or tv show if it looks like something i'm interested in cool i'll watch it if not i'll just pass and get on with my day because i know the batman part two is coming so that's exactly where i'm at because that even where i'm going like there's some of these like the brave and the bold thing it's not my really my deal i go right right back to well there's still the batman part two there's still the penguin There's still probably the Batman part three. There's still Arkham. There's, there's still maybe a Catwoman series. So mm-hmm. I'm good. My Batman's I'm, I'm covered for the next few years, at least. Bobby? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm really, I got really excited by all the announcements yesterday. Um, granted, I, you have to kind of temper that because it's not like a comic where they announce it. And then three months later, it's on the shelf. Like they announced a whole bunch of stuff and it's two years away. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like I'm what got me excited is that I get to have my cake and eat it too. I get to keep going with the Batman universe, which I really loved, and but I also get different takes because you know, it, it, some days like I feel like watching Batman the animated series as I have breakfast, and then other days I feel like having the Brave and the Bold, you know, to it, there's a Batman for like almost every mood that that you could possibly be in you know like mm-hmm. like some days i want to watch an adam west episode and some days i want to watch the dark knight uh, but it's all like batman at its core and that's that's what i love about the characters he's been around for so long and survived so many different you know stories both good and bad that it, it hasn't broken him yet so i don't feel that having um a brave and the bold movie with damien is necessarily gonna gonna take away from anything else because that all that other stuff is still there it's it's not canceling the other thing out so mm-hmm. i i'm excited for all of it because it's just it's just one more batman thing i get to add to my ever-growing list of batman things to watch in my free time and, and frolic about with so Preach. i'm 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 happy for both man i i'm going to be there front front and center get my tickets as soon as I can for, for both of them. So. Yep. Ryan plug. Ooh. Okay. Uh, go to Batman on film.com. Batman dash on dash film.com. And I have reviews, podcast episodes, uh, articles, posts, all that good stuff all over Batman on film.com. Uh, upcoming is going to be the Batman number one thirty two review. Stick around for that. Also, check out my podcast, The Batman Book Club, which Bill is uh, kind enough to post every episode on BatmanOnFilm.com. So go there for that. Uh, most recent episode was with old Boudin Pockets himself, uh, Peter Vera, where we talked new Batman comics in January. And go ahead and dip back to the episode before that, where I got to sit down for a long discussion with Tom King. So check that out, Batman on Film, or wherever you get your podcast. You know what? The Batman Tom Book King, Club. On Tom Twitter, King, at The Batman BC. Tom King. That son of a bitch. Didn't tell you a dadgum thing. A dadgum thing about what he was doing behind the scenes. 
He didn't, and I can't believe it. You need to give him a good what for. <laughs> yeah, I'll message him. I'm like, how dare you, sir? Who do you think you are? Yeah. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, what the hell's <laughs> going on here, Tom? Tommy boy? Javi. Uh, well, I mean, you can find me on batmanonfilm.com. I'm reviewing... What am I reviewing, Bill? Gotham City Year One, which is... What aren't so you reviewing? Freaking awesome! <laughs> all the all the ancillary things, and uh, the Batman, the new what is it called? Batman: The Adventures Continue, season three. Yeah, um, I've got that coming out in a couple weeks to talk about. Um, I recently I've God, I appeared on the comic binge a lot in January. It feels like, and uh, if you're a Batman fan. Uh, Lauer and I were both on for their series within the series. Uh, is it is it bad or it? And we talk about the Dark Knight Strikes again uh, with Paul Herman and Chris Clow, and that was an, an interesting conversation <laughs> uh, trying to break down that that storyline. And then uh, just personally, I've got a, a 007 reviews on the James Bond talking about the new comic series. And uh, exclusive tease, I am I'm working on my own solo project um, about the Flash because like we're we're like Batman's like my top tier character, but uh, second to that, like my favorite DC character that's not Batman related is Wally West, and I've been toying with this idea for like four years now, and I'm trying to get it underway, you know, within the month where I'll start breaking down uh, issue by issue the Wally West flash run. So look for that soon. Up to there speed with Wally West. I should have mentioned also Batman animation. Uh, oh yeah. Batman on film.com. Check out the Batman animation show. The last episode dropped was Javi talking Batman beyond return of the Joker. And the next episode that'll come up will be me and Bill actually talking Scooby-Doo Batman brave and the bold. So yeah. keep your eyes out for that. I still need to catch that. I haven't watched it. Is it still oh, up on Max or is it gone? You've never seen it? I never wow. saw it because I was waiting for a Put that Batman it was glass only down. A it was only yeah. take his fan card. Take his fan card. Bat card. Turn it over. Yeah, it's still on <laughs> it's still on HBO Max. Alright, maybe I'll get to it this week. But I think you should be buying it. <laughs> yeah. Worth owning. If you're disappointed yeah, by it, is. Hobby, it I is will reimburse you. In all seriousness, it's okay. good. It's a it's oh, yeah. good. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Just as both of these guys mentioned, you can find the, my stuff at batman-on-film.com. And if you want to uh, support a lot of these podcasts, uh, go to the Batman Podcast Network that are mentioned, and you'll find them there. And it's on Batman on Film proper. Just find the logo or the drop-down box from podcasts. You'll find all those shows. If you want to advertise on Batman on Film, advertisecast.com slash Batman on Film, and then of course uh, you can become a uh, you can also support Batman on Film on Patreon patreon.com slash Batman on Film, that's all I got thanks for listening, announcer Rachel will take us out, and we'll catch you next time thanks for listening to the BOF Social Hour Jet's official vlog and podcast on Batman on Film, follow Jet on Twitter, at Batman on Film follow the BOF newsfeed on Twitter, at the Batman on Film for Jet and everyone at BOF, I'm announcer Rachel Authoritative, definitive, the original, Batman on Film, established in 1998.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.